Brothers and sisters, what's up? This is the Caffeinated Saint Podcast. My name is Luke, and we are here today with another question from the mailbox from one of my EFY participants. This question reads, when does God answer our prayers? Now, um, it's a short question, but there's a lot to it. Uh, Let's first of all start off with your prayers, not the answers. Uh, First of all, examine your prayers and how you're praying. Um, Make sure that your prayers aren't automatic. They aren't prideful. They aren't always focused on you. Remember that God said to give thanks. The prophets have always said, give thanks to the Lord for everything, because after all, he has given you everything. If you go on the LDS, uh, or sorry, if you go on the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints website, and you click on the prayer tab, and it says it says a couple things. It says, make our prayers meaningful. The prophet Mormon warned that if anyone quote, shall pray, and not with real intent of heart, it profiteth him nothing, for God receiveth none such. So what does real intent of heart mean? Well, first of all, intent, which is simple, it's it's basically intend. Do you intend to act on any knowledge or any answer that he will give you? Because first of all, if, if someone comes up to you and says, hey, I want some advice, but I'm I'm probably not going to take it if you give it to me. It's like, are you really going to give him or her that advice? It's like, no, it's not It's not going to do that. Because first of all, if you aren't ready to act on what you are going to receive, um, I don't think God is going to give it to you. Because first of all, knowledge is a curse. Because if you, and it's not in a bad sense, it's, it could be a bad sense if you choose not to act on it. Because once you are given knowledge, you are given the responsibility to act on that knowledge, to further your life with that knowledge. And if God gave you that additional knowledge when you weren't ready for it, that's essentially, and, and, he, and he judges everyone by the same standard, and he's gonna judge you for that, and that's that's not fair, he's not gonna do that. So first of all, um, when you're praying, are you, are you willing to act on any revelation you are going to receive? Or are you just asking because you just want an answer? Because asking for an answer and asking on how to improve your life are, uh, with an intent to improve your life, that, that's two different things. Uh, use language that shows love, respect, reverence, and closeness. The application of the principle will vary according to different languages. So, using words like the and thine are signs of respect. Because you know, he's our father and we have to respect him. And when you willfully respect him in your prayers, he's probably going to be more willing to grant you that favor or that request, anything that you're praying about. Um, Do you pray only, like I mentioned earlier, do you pray only for yourself? Um, You need to be praying for other people as well. Praying for, I mean, like you read in the scriptures that Nephi would wet his pillow at night because he was so distressed about his people. Jacob was the same way. He was weighed down with, I think he said, much anxiety for the welfare of uh, the souls of his people. So if you're like that, then that's, especially if it's about someone else, that's coming from a place of humility. Because the focus of that part of the prayer is not on yourself. And that's a testament to your humility because 
in order to be like prideful people always keep the attention on themselves me i'm really prideful and i always feel the need to bring attention to myself and i always have to keep that in check so if you're the same way in the prayers if you're praying for other people that's showing to god that you yeah you're worried about yourself but you're also worried about the welfare of other people as well and if you're and if you're showing that humility then the holy ghost is going to come and attend to you uh, more easily because pride and the holy ghost do not mix together that's water and vinegar so i mean like you can and you can cry to god for anything i mean like it's, it's here in alma 37 it says cry to god for all thy support in every everything you do uh, let all thy doings be unto the lord and whatsoever thou goest let it be in the lord yea let all thy thoughts be dedicated uh, sorry directed unto the lord yea let the affections of thy heart be placed upon the lord forever counsel with the lord in all thy doings and he shall direct thee for good this also goes along with the scriptures in proverbs it says trust in the lord with all in heart and not lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths which is the efy theme scripture for 2019. so i mean like focus so 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 cry to god pray to god for everything i mean like he's your father and he wants to help you now how he helps you which is i think the the really the 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 bottom of your question is asking is is asking it says because he said when does god answer our prayers and i'm not sure what you consider an answer to your prayers because we always want something and it's not something and it's not always something that the lord has in mind for us for example if you if you pray to want to know where to go to a college and there are two colleges of you know equal standing they're both as affordable and you've waited out in your minds in your mind for a long time and you've studied each one out thoroughly and you're praying and you're not necessarily getting a push to go to either one what you should probably do is go and visit each of the colleges and get a tour um, and maybe you'll get a spiritual prompting there but if not that probably means that the Lord is expecting you to use your agency to make a decision because he gave you your agency for a reason. It's to have meaning in your life, to mean what you do so that you can feel the satisfaction of making righteous choices, of making good choices and living an efficient and productive life. And if he gave you the answer to every single question you asked, then first of all, he'd be living your life for you because he gave you agency in the world to act and he'll direct you, but it's up to you to use your agency. And so if he gave you answers all the time, first of all, I mean, you, I don't know how to phrase this. I know, I know what I'm thinking. It's not that he'll take away the meaning from your life, but I think maybe it's sort of along the lines of satisfaction because he wants you to live your life and for some decisions he wants you to make it so that you can either feel the pain of making a stupid decision and feel the joy and the peace of making a good decision and so sometimes he lets you learn that way i remember there was a story it was one of the prophets and he was driving with his dad in a pickup truck and there was a split off in the road and he they didn't know which way to go so they prayed and they felt that they wanted to choose one side of the, the one, one of the forks 
and there were just two paths going down. And so they went down that path and it was a dead end. And so they turned around and they went back the other, the other way. And the prophet, I'm sorry, I can't remember what his name was, but he turned to his dad and said, why did the Lord give us that prompting? Why didn't the Lord answer our prayer in the correct, with, with, the, with the correct answer? Um, and, and the father said something like, the Lord probably wanted us, want, wanted us with no doubt to go along the correct path of the road by first telling us to go down this one. And it's not like, and you, you may be asking yourself right now, well, that's a wrong, that, that's, that the Lord misled you. The Lord told you to do something that wasn't right. It's like, no, that's not something that wasn't right. He wasn't telling you to do something inherently evil. He wasn't telling them to do something inherently evil. I was just going down a path. Now, the Lord will never tell you to sin. That wasn't a sin. That wasn't even a transgression. And in a sense, they were still obeying the Lord. He just wanted them to have with a surety of heart that they were going down the right one as they were going down the right one. And so, with in regards to the answers to your prayers, what answer do you do you want? And also, do you have the faith to receive an answer that isn't what you expect? I remember I was praying for something and I got a text from one of my old friends. Uh, he's a he's an ex-BYU policeman and he's a really good friend of mine and he texted me this let me pull it up he said whatever it is you are seeking will not come in the form you are expecting and it's a quote from Haruku Murakami and I said thanks man um, but that got me thinking what am I expecting and do I have the faith to accept whatever it is the Lord is willing to give me in response to my prayer and do I also have the faith to keep going when I don't have an answer? Because that's, and you could technically classify that as an answer as well. It's the answer of, I expect you to use your agency. And so, I mean, like, there's, there's tons of aspects to this question that I want to go more in depth. But I think this is good for now. Um, I hope something uh, stood out to you in there, something helped you a little bit. Thank you so much for that question, and thank you all for listening.